Hey everyone, it's Norm Farrar, aka the Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the Amazon FBA and e-commerce podcast. Okay, today we're going to be talking about planning the perfect product launch. What are the components of a great product launch? Why are brand analytics and the search query performance reports the best combo to plan a product launch? And what are some of the ways to get more reviews in 2022? Interested? All right, stay tuned uh, for another Lunch with Norm, the Amazon FBA and e-commerce podcast. Like I said, today we're talking about planning the perfect product launch. Our guest is the founder and CEO of AMZ Cleaver, uh, a full-service agency that manages and grows brands on Amazon and Walmart since since 2015. He's worked with several seven, eight, and nine-figure brands, public companies, and product startups on launching and expanding in the Amazon and Walmart platforms, as well as taking, I was going to say, and taking money from them, but taking many of them internationally. My guest today is Daniel Fernandez. And before we get to Daniel, uh, let's have a word from our sponsor. If you're selling on Amazon in 2022, you know how important it is to stand out from your competition. Let Hona Worldwide lend a helping hand with your product innovation to outcompete your competition online. That's right. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the success of your newly innovative product while Hono handles all the work. Visit honuworldwide.com for more information. That's honu, H-O-N-U, worldwide.com, or email savings at honuworldwide.com. All right, where's Kels? Hello. Hey. You're in a new spot. Yeah, I'm in my hotel room. The conference is, I'm at the Billion Dollar Seller Summit here in Austin, and it's, I, I've been here for a couple of days, and it's been awesome. Uh, lots of barbecue, lots of barbecue. Very nice. But there's a ton else. of really, really great speakers here, so can't wait. Uh, I just came up. There was a really good session going on, and um, there were some worksheets happening, and it was, I'm going to have to catch the recording because uh, it, it sounded really great. Uh, anyways, we've got Cool Hand, Claudia, Andrew, Tony, Tony from Toronto. How are you, sir? Um, so I think it's going to be a really great show today, but before we do anything, what do you have to say, sir? Yeah, well, first of all, I want to welcome our beer nation, our beardos joining us. Uh, let us know where you're watching from over in the comment sections. Uh, I'm over in Toronto. As Norm said, he's over in Austin at the BDSS, uh, events with Kevin King. And, uh, it's great to see everyone. I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. And, uh, if you're new to the show, this is a completely live episode. So if you have questions, comments about the topic, uh, if you want to ask Norm or Daniel a question yourself, you can just put it in the comment sections and we'll be uh, answering those questions at the end of the episode. We also have a giveaway today. So make sure you, uh, stay tuned to learn how to enter for that. And, uh, we got someone from, Ch from Chicago. Very nice. And uh, yeah, uh, also make sure you join our Facebook group. That's Lunch with Norm, Amazon FBA and e-commerce collective. Um, that's our little community that we have building uh, where you can ask your questions, your advice. Um, we're doing a special webinar. Actually, I'll be posting the link below 
Um, but we're doing a webinar with Vance Lee on how to sell fifty to two hundred thousand dollars of pre-orders before spending one dollar on inventory using crowdfunding techniques. So if you want to learn about that, um, wait for the link that I'm going to be posting in just a second. And uh, good to see Simon as well. Happy Monday, Beardos. And uh, I think it's going to be a good show today. Yeah, you know, um, we're talking about that crowdfunding. Kevin and I were sitting down. Uh, I got down here a couple of days early. And so we were having a cigar and we we're talking about a product launch and it, a brand new product and crowdfunding came up and it was like, well, why don't we do crowdfunding with it? Or why don't we try it? And it's the perfect opportunity. So 50, 100, 200, 300, 400,000 in pre-orders. It's going to be a really great session with Vance. So, um, I can't wait to hear what he has to say. And it's something that he hasn't shared with a lot of people, too. It's kind of a unique strategy. So that's going to be good. And, oh, by the way, um, I got to meet our winner of our contest yesterday. Oh, Jason, right? Jason. Yeah. So Jason came up and introduced himself. And he was ecstatic that he could be here. So, uh, yeah, he he got the, the ticket. And then he booked his uh, flight, like, within minutes of getting it. Oh, awesome. That's great to hear. Yeah, Very always cool. good to see somebody that, uh, you know, was really into a prize and was able to use it. So that was great. And it was a nice prize. Yeah, Awesome. Well, I think we can jump into it. Uh, yeah. I just want to say a quick hello to Michael and uh, Fatten coming all the way from Germany. So it's always good to see Manny in the comment section and Michael, of course, as well. Um, but yeah, good to see everyone and we can get started. Okay, so if you have any questions or comments, throw them over into the comment section and sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, enjoy the show. I don't have a cup of coffee today, but I do have my Coke Zero. And okay, welcome, Daniel. How are you? Hey, Norm. I'm, uh, I'm excited to join the Beardos today. <laughs> Be a member of the Beard Nation. Where are you yes. calling from, Daniel? Yes. I mean, West Palm Beach, Florida. Nice. Very nice. Yes. You, you've got the same weather as we've probably got here then. You know, it's uh, it's warm and toasty. I'm a Canadian. I'm not used to this type of weather. I got to acclimate here. I'm walking. I literally am walking around with a face cloth to wipe the sweat off my head. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the greatest product launch strategies of 2022. Um, I'm interested in, in what you have to say. Matter of fact, I can't wait to start talking about the search query performance report. This is something that we brought up to the Beard Nation a little while ago, and a lot of people don't even know it exists. But uh, before we get to it, why don't we start talking a little bit about you know what makes up or what are the components that really make up a great product launch in 2022? Awesome. Well, I would say the you know, if we talk about the fundamentals, right? Amazon is about uh, joining demand that already exists. It's not about creating demand. Creating demand on Amazon is is quite difficult. So the number one element is to know uh, what, if, if the product you're launching already has demand. Uh, if, if we were to put, I guess, the very, very ba most basic foundation, that would be number one. Number two is, is the product that you're offering. Um, does it up one or does it 
is it a little bit better than most of the products in that niche or category, right? And, and if the answer is no to that, you can still launch, but you're going to have a tougher time. Also, the products that we look to launch are products that with the brands that we work with that we can become somewhere in the top five. And if you don't have an X factor, uh, better in some way, uh, price, quality, formula, benefits, et cetera, et cetera, it's going to be, it's going to be much harder. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I would say the last, the last piece there, uh, just in terms of overview fundamentals is to have a proper, uh, proper launch strategy and to know what KPIs really matter, uh, when you're launching and then as you, as you get going. Okay, so you know we we, we talked about a, a few things here. One of them was being a little bit better than the niche. Okay, so you you've got to I, I I call it the Brady Bunch effect. You've got to be better. Uh, you surround yourself with your competitors, and if you're not as good or better, um, you know try to go back to the drawing board and be better. But what about sub niches? Are you ever looking at uh, okay, this might be a very competitive niche. Um, should I look over and try to see if I can go into a unique niche rather than trying to compete with, you know, the harder, more competitive niche? Yeah, yeah. So, so I like to say um, unsexy products usually are the best. Uh, you know, you can uh, unsexy equals uh, more money. If you try to go for sexy and money, you uh, usually end up getting neither. Uh, so there's a lot of products in, in more obscure categories that, that uh, make more sense. Yeah. So one, one other thing to, to go with what you said, right, is, uh, is uh, the, when it comes to search volumes, right, and something that I'm going to share later on about the search, uh, search query performance is uh, knowing, knowing the demand for your niche. Uh, we try to avoid the very high demand niches. We also try to avoid the low demand niches. We try to be somewhere there in the middle. Uh, and, and a lot of products in that range are often overlooked, right? And, and to name, for example, a, a tool that we're all familiar with, Helium 10, it shows you the search volumes. If your main keyword you know, has uh, tens of thousands of searches or even hundreds of thousands, uh, that's a, and, and this is your first Amazon product, you're, you're learning it, that's a, that's a situation I would stay away from. Um, I would, uh, you know, in the, in the US, we look at, um, as, a, as a middle range, uh, excuse me, as a middle range niche in terms of demand, we look at uh, low five digits in terms of search volumes or high uh, four digits in terms of search volume. And you still have to be better in some way, but those I think are the, niches where you, you, you stand a chance. Yeah. One of the things that we do, if you don't mind, I'm just going to go back and forth, just kind of comparing some of the things that we do with it, with our, uh, our clients. Uh, if we're looking into a subcategory or a sub niche of a product, um, Tim Jordan, let's say Tim Jordan, Bradley Sutton did project X and they went into, okay, there is a coffin or a uh, plastic uh, egg holder. They went in and they found that wooden egg holder. Well, let's say we find that. One of the things I like doing is, okay, go into Helium 10. And this is really, uh, and the reason, I mean, this might sound really basic, but 
it's so important, if, especially if you're new out there, um, you have to know the difference between a buying and a browsing keyword. A browsing keyword is something like a dog chew or rawhide or dog chews. Uh, it's something that your, your buyer doesn't know. If you're a customer, you have a dog, you don't know what you want, you just want to have some sort of dog treat. But if you see a bully stick, it's um, more of a buying keyword. That means the dog owner knows that he wants a bully stick for his dog. But if you take a look at the search volume, and this is what you were talking about, you're, you know, you're 200,000 searches per month, very competitive, $20 a click. Uh, you'd run out of budget very quickly. There's a lot of bully stick uh, suppliers out there. So what do you try to look for? And that's that sub niche or the long tail keywords, primary long tail keywords. So bully stick is your primary keyword. Um, a long tail, uh, primary long tail would be organic bully stick, six inch bully stick, grass fed bully stick, natural bully stick. And then you can create these silo of keywords using Helium 10, um, their zero report and using their advanced search. So I don't know if you've ever, do you, do you use uh, uh, Helium's uh, advanced search? Absolutely, absolutely. So I, to, to go with what you're saying, you can then add variations that include some of those other uh, silo keywords. So right. the, the end result is you have this parent that, it, you know, it's, it's parts uh, cover a, a very, very broad spectrum uh, but that's the specific child ASINs, they, they are very laser targeted to, to specific keywords. I think the ones that you're calling uh, shopping keywords. And, and that, that method, I want to I wanna elevate that even more because mm -hmm. that, is, that is like the early 22, late 2021 method. And I think now late 22, um, we are able to, we know not just uh, the search volumes, but we're able to see the sales that are coming from specific keywords organically. And, and, and we're able to get this even from the source, from Amazon itself. And, and yeah. this, is, this is a game changer because now, now you know exactly Amazon, you know, maybe they had a boardroom meeting and then decided, you know, it's time to open a Pandora's box, you know, and, and to share, you know, a little bit more with these uh, third party sellers that keep, you know, kicking our asses, right? On, uh, against our, our um, Amazon brands. Uh, it's interesting. I mean, all of a sudden this report came out, we're going to go get to the report in a second, but seller tools used to have the ability to go out and you'd be thinking the higher the search volume, the more sales. And it's completely wrong. And that's where, if you take a look at these reports that Amazon has just started to come out, why don't we transition over to that? And I don't know how many listeners, well, first of all, any of the listeners, do you know that there is a report out there that shows the keywords versus the orders? I didn't know this until a few weeks ago. And um, a friend of mine said, hey, these are the two reports that you need to check out. And it blew me away. I, I, I couldn't believe that there was a report out there that um, allowed you to see that type of information. Why don't we talk about that? Let's, let's talk about the different reports. Yes, absolutely. So what we are doing is 
uh, we're looking at number one, the, the uh, brand analytics search term uh, report, which uh, has been there for, for quite a while. Right. And we are combining that with the search query performance report. Now, very important to know that to access these reports, you need to have brand registry. Yeah. Um, and then for the search query performance report, your the data that's going to populate there is going to come from your existing products. Uh, so when we talk about launching a new product, obviously it doesn't exist yet. Uh, there's a strategy we have there uh, to to handle that situation, which I'll, I'll I'll touch on a little bit later. But there's uh, then there's these two reports, and I'll I'll put it in very simple terms: the search query performance reports uh, is is giving you is giving you a list of keywords, and these are the keywords, or or here they call them uh, search queries, right? Let's just for the sake of uh, simplicity, let's call them search terms. These are the search terms that people, customers are actually typing on Amazon. And Amazon now is giving you the, the, the number of searches and you can see per week, per month, per quarter, et cetera. They're giving you the uh, impressions that they are getting. And these are not PPC impressions. These are uh, organic impressions, how many times they show up. Amazon is giving you uh, how many clicks these uh, keywords are getting. And this is this is search find by behavior, right? Person types in keyword, person finds uh, product, person clicks on product, right? That's what Amazon is giving you. So how many clicks? Uh, also, they're telling you how many add to carts, which is even more mind boggling uh, because, and we could talk about the A9, you know, but it's, it's a strongest factor is add to carts, arguably more important than purchases themselves is add to carts, right? And then finally, they're giving us the number of purchases. So effectively, Amazon is giving us a whole search funnel uh, from impression to click, to add to cart, to uh, purchase. Now, they don't, they don't stop there. They, they are also giving us uh, what percentage of the total uh, impressions or, or uh, the total clicks, the total add to carts and so on, our brand is capturing, right? So they will tell us, let's say, you know, this keyword or this, uh, sorry, this search term has a hundred purchases a week. They'll tell us, you, for example, you are having five purchases out of those 100. So they're telling us 5% uh, of this share of voice, which is another trendy uh, term is being captured by you. So that's on the search query performance report. Now, to clarify, is not there is no search box. You cannot type in whatever keyword you have in mind and find it. Rather, these are auto-populated by Amazon based on your existing products, what they deem relevant to your existing uh, products. Also, they're not specifying it by product. You have to, uh, in a way, estimate which product is, is uh, relevant to what. So that's on one hand. Uh, on the other hand, we're using the uh, brand analytics uh, search terms report, which is the, the default one. As soon as you click on brand analytics, it's the right. one that will come up. And here's the trick. In there, you do have a search box. Uh, so you can type in the search term. And then you can also choose the uh, date, right? You, wanna, you can choose if it's for last week or last quarter or et cetera. Um, 
So you want to choose the same time period as the one you have in the search query performance report so that you can compare apples to apples. And then you type in a keyword. Um, Norm, what's the keyword? That, what's your favorite keyword you have in mind? All right, let's, let's just do natural bully stick. Natural bully stick. Okay. So let's say you type that in, in these uh, brand analytics search terms, and then Amazon is going to show you that search term, and it's going to show you related search terms. And then for each of these, they're going to tell you uh, which ASIN is the number one in terms yeah. of percentage of conversions, right? This is not conversion rate. This is rather out of total purchases, what percentage, uh, what percentage of the total purchases this ASIN is getting. Then they're gonna show you the number two, and then they're gonna show you the number three. They're gonna show you that for three products. They're, they're also gonna tell you the click share, right? What percentage of the total clicks each of these is getting. So that is the secret, right? Because on one side, they're showing you percentages. On the other side, they're showing you the total number of clicks, the total number of purchases. So all we have to do, as long as we have the same date ranges, all we have to do is, is if product number one for uh, the bullet sticks is let Amazon tell us they're getting 25% of all the conversions. Uh, and we see on the other report that in the same time period, 500 or let's say for simple math, 400 uh, units where uh, there were 400 purchases, right? Then we know that competitor is uh, making 100 purchases from that specific keyword in that uh, time frame. So that's that's in essence that's a, a a basic walkthrough of this. There's a few more few more details that I can I can touch on. Okay, yeah, and that goes back. Uh, I remember oh, it was months ago, but uh, Kevin King was on the podcast. And he was doing more product opportunity, uh, product discovery, and how he uses brand analytics and the search tool with how much market share. If there is, if your main keywords are one, two, and three, you can go through, use the brand analytics uh, search term report, and just see if it's worth even getting into. If there's too many brands that are taking too much market share, and you can't get a little bit out of it, then uh, you know you might as well not invest your time or money because it'll be just too hard to go up against some brands. But this is really valuable, especially now that if you've got this, this tool, like, like the search term, uh, or search term, uh, which, what's the name of that? Report? Search, search query, query performance report. Yeah, that one and the other one, it makes things even that much easier. Are there any other KPIs that you're using when you're taking a look at these reports? Yes, so there's two... Two very important details I want to I want to clarify. One is in the search query performance report, uh, Amazon considers a purchase, the purchase of an ASIN, regardless of the quantity that was purchased. Right. So, for example, if in the search query performance report they're telling you that there were four hundred purchases last week, right, that could be many more units. That is not four hundred units. That is four hundred purchases. And one purchase maybe was five units, one purchase was 10 units. So right. that's another important thing to consider. Uh, that is where the seller needs to look at their niche and their product and then realize, you know, figure out if, if their product is something that people will buy in bulk or not. 
when you're planning the quantities that you want to uh, prepare for during your launch. So that's one detail. The, the other detail in terms of KPIs is when we look at the top three ASINs, uh, what we're seeing is that the number one product has usually about 20% of all the purchases, right? But there are situations where the number one product has a lot more, a lot higher, right? Uh, for example, if we think um, something very uh, branded, let's say uh, iPhone, right? iPhone 12. Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna see that the Apple ASIN probably captures 50% or more. I haven't checked, but I'm sure it's a very high number. And then the number two and the number three, if they're not from Apple, is probably a very small number, right? So we we try to avoid that. <clears throat> we try to avoid situations where uh, it's too concentrate on uh, the number one ASIN, right? The the and and what I would what I would to, to, to share a number, right? A number that we are using is we don't like a product that has more than 25%. We think right. that's that's okay. that's too... It, it also depends on the keyword, but that is too too strong. It means that they are just dominating, right? Uh, now, we can talk about maybe your new product is better than theirs and there is a strong uh, USB or selling point so you can take over, but that's a different conversation, right? Um, the other KPI that we like to see, the most optimal scenario is we like to see that number one, number two, and number three, the percentage is more evenly distributed. For example, if number one has, uh, let's say 20%, we like to see a number two that has maybe, um, you know, 15%, and then the other one that has maybe 13% or 10%. It's just a bit more, a bit more even, because that tells us <clears throat> this is not a this is not a niche that is 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 being dominated by someone. Rather, there is it, you know success is is more distributed, and and if, if newcomers are being successful, uh, newcomers to some extent, that means we can also be successful, right? And and here we can plug in another new report, the Product Opportunity Explorer. Um, maybe for a future conversation or, or now if you want to have it, but that one, Amazon themselves are telling you for a, a given niche, a given keyword, how many products were launched in the last 90 days mm -hmm. and in the last, I think, 100, uh, 180 days. And then Amazon is telling you what, how many of those uh, they consider successful. And I think, I think the rule they use is uh, they generated more than $50,000 in sales to consider them successful. Okay. So now one of the other things I should, I think we should mention, uh, I was talking about the uh, search uh, query performance when I was in Australia a couple of weeks back and people didn't know where to find them. So just if you're, if you are looking for these new reports, all you have to do is go into brand analytics and you're going to see uh, something called better reports and you click on that. And you're going to see three different new reports. And there shouldn't be any more. It should just be three. But you're going to see the search catalog performance. You're going to see the search query performance. That's one we're talking about now. And you're also going to be seeing repeat purchase behavior. And that's a really cool report too. But search catalog, if you're, if you're listening 
and you just want to you know check it out because it's a really cool report as well is check out the reports all of them that are back there can really help you out just understand who's buying why they're buying uh you know your performance how to improve your performance there's so many things that can really like when we used to uh back in uh you know, 2013, 2014, you didn't have these kind of tools. Now you do, and it, it really does help out. Yeah, it's a, it's a game changer. And, and just to clarify for the, for the viewers uh, listening, the, the search catalog uh, performance report, the main difference is Amazon is pivoting the data by uh, ASINs, by, by your own products. Whereas in the search query performance, it is it is product agnostic. They're just showing you by the search terms. Right now, they don't right. connect the two. They don't connect the two. But then you in the in the search catalog performance, you'll be able to know the whole funnel. You know, impressions, clicks, cart cart ads, and then purchases for each of your products. So you can create a you can create a benchmark of uh, conversion rates, right? Uh, for example, if all your products have a 10% conversion rate, and this is the best thing, Norm, is this is this is just search behavior. Amazon says they exclude PPC from this. They exclude uh, traffic that comes directly to your listing. Uh, it's just search behavior. So, which is is what you're banking on when you want to rank uh, most of the time, right? You want to rank organically, so organic traffic can convert for your keyword for your um and your product. So that's what that's what Amazon is giving you. Now, uh, let's see. We're getting to the bottom of the hour. If you have any questions uh, uh, about these reports that we're talking about, or if you have any comments, have you used these uh, reports to your favor? Was it positive? Was it negative? Let us know. We'd love to hear. Also, uh, today we've got a great giveaway. Uh, why don't we talk about that, Daniel? What's the giveaway today? Yes. So, um, you know, to, to, as a thanks to, to Beer Nation, I uh, am giving away a, a 30 minute uh, ask me anything uh, consulting call. Uh, we can do it over Zoom or over the phone uh, for, you know, for free, no, no charge. This is something that we usually, you know, charge uh, uh, into the thousands uh, of dollars. And, um, you know, whether it is about the topic that we're talking about right now, or you just want to critique or you want an audit or anything, uh, that's, that's, that's what it is for. Fantastic. Okay. Kels, what is the hashtag today? All right. So our hashtag is hashtag wheel of Kelsey and our special hashtag, uh, for this giveaway is hashtag launch. Now I didn't even mention this, but, uh, rad, one of our beardos, uh, he wants to do a special giveaway as well, which we'll include into this giveaway. So okay. if you are the winner, you'll win the consultation and a special solar bank. So this is courtesy of JRD, and this is in memory of Rad's daughter who passed away. So he wants to do something special, give it away um, in memory of her. And uh, yeah, so thank you, Rad, uh, so much. And um, yeah, we'll have two giveaways. Wow, that's fantastic. Thank you, Rad. All right. And yeah, so if you're new to the podcast, you just have to write hashtag wheel of Kelsey and hashtag lunch. And if you take two people, so if you put the little at sign in the comments as well and take two people, 
you'll get uh, two entries. And uh, yeah. All right. Very good. I already see some coming in. So Andrew, good luck. I, is that is that Marsha, Facebook user? Yes, I believe so. All right. Good to see you, Marsha. <laughs> anyway, okay, so uh, Kelsey, let's go to a commercial break for a second. All right, here we go. A big thank you to our sponsor, Post Purchase Pro, the only complete A to Z done-for-you real email and text marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. My friends Sean Hart and Seth Stevens co-founded Post Purchase Pro after launching over a thousand successful private labeled products, growing 53 brands, and get this, exiting 17 businesses. Post Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts, complete sales funnels, email follow-up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking, and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post Purchase Pro at postpurchasepro.com slash lunch. All right, and both the guys are here, Sean and Seth. So they're gonna be talking. I can't wait to hear them. Uh, talk about it's always interesting to hear about their mafia offers and stuff like that and by the way we've taken some of their concepts if you haven't got their book um uh, what's it called uh millionaire secrets is that it kels private label secrets. private label secrets it's yeah really good I, and you, you you'll learn a lot you'll learn you know what what sean and stuff call the mafia offer We've implemented a lot of that with uh, uh, like some of our brands. Like some of our brands right now, we just re have redone the email sequences. We've redone uh, SMS, and we've uh, we started with the Mafia offer. And some of our clients just like with Kelsey the other day, we were looking at something, and saying, "Okay, we can give out this. It's seven ninety nine, but we're giving away this." free $30 offer. Plus we're giving away this extra warranty plus, plus, plus. Anyways, if you haven't read the book, go out and get it on Amazon. It's very well done. So, and I guess you got you, Daniel, you know, the guys over there as well, right? I, I met with uh, Sean two weeks ago here in, uh, in Miami <laughs> and uh, you, you, he better, uh, you, you gotta tell him if he's, he's going to give cash during his uh, speech. Uh, the last speech he, was in he, Mexico, and it was a thousand bucks. He was giving away hundred dollar bills at a time. He is yep. quite the sales guy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so let's get back to this. Uh, one of the things I want to learn more about what you have to say is uh, about reviews. Everybody talks about reviews. What are you doing right now to grab a reviews? Yes, absolutely. So, um, let, let me just start. Uh, uh, naming a few a few of the the things we're all experiencing, right? Uh, incentivized reviews don't work anymore. Um, we definitely don't want to be using uh, rebates. Uh, we don't want to be asking friends and family. All these things can get you in trouble. Amazon has got really good at detecting this. Uh, last year, many many Chinese brands, huge ones, got uh, uh, cut out from Amazon. So. 
what we're doing is is we're doing what Amazon wants us to do. We're just putting that on steroids, right? So for example, we have, uh, when we launch a new product, uh, let's say we're launching the, uh, tell me one, once again, the, the bully sticks, dog bully sticks. Yep. Um, let's say, let's say you have, uh, you have your product ready to launch, right? What we, what, and what most people do, right? They launch the product and then they subscribe it to, to Vine, the Vine program, right? And they send the, or they commit, uh, hopefully the max amount of, uh, units to the buying program, let's say 30 units, right? And then you wait and then you get some reviews. Usually from Vine, you get about 80 to 90% uh, percent of the units that you submitted, you get them as reviews. And that's, that's, that's awesome, right? What we're doing is, when I say I take that into steroids, we, we wanna, uh, on a steroids, we wanna, uh, when launching the product, uh, we also send into Amazon a, um, we, we create a two pack, we create a three pack, uh, sometimes even more. We send those to FBA and we, uh, our, our goal is not to sell those units, right? We increase the price so that we don't want regular shoppers to buy them. All, the only reason we're doing this is so that we have extra ASINs to submit to the Vine program, right? Because all of a sudden your, your one pack, you can, uh, um, commit 30 units. We do the same with our two pack. We do the same with our three pack, four pack, and so on, right? And the idea here is that you know you, you can turn 30 reviews that you would have got for the one pack into um, over a hundred. For us, that's the that's the sweet spot. We try to get over a hundred reviews. We think that is what has the most gains in terms of your your conversion rate. Now. There's a few things to know about this. Uh, number one is you must not put these ASINs under the same parent at any times uh, before you, you finish this process. If you do that, Amazon is gonna block them from the buying program because Amazon will only want you to do one parent uh, for the buying program. And even if you put them under the same parent and you delete the parent, these products will still not be, will, will not be eligible anymore. You want to create them all as a standalone. Uh, second thing is you want to send, you don't want to send many units, especially if you don't plan to sell this uh, two pack, this three pack and so on, just send 30 units over to Amazon, right? Because it's all that you will uh, submit to the buying program. The, the next thing is you want to increase the price on those. And, and the reason is you don't want people to buy them. And, and, and because if you submit 30, if you commit 30 units to Vine, uh, then the Vine reviewer needs to claim them. And if people buy, let's say somebody buys five units, then even if you had submitted 30 to Vine, they will only be able to, uh, Vine reviewers will only be able to pick up uh, 25, right? Whatever you have uh, in stock at FBA. Um, so then you go through this process, you wait until they get uh, claimed by Vine reviewers, and then you wait for those reviews to come through Usually after a month, maybe two months max, uh, if you haven't got more reviews from these, from the Vine reviewers, let's say <clears throat> let's say 30 units were claimed and then you got 27 reviews. If after two months you haven't got the three remaining, probably you won't get them. 
these some of these vine reviewers for some reason they don't they forget to review or they just don't do it um, so once you've waited this long that's the time you want to create the parent and then you want to put all of these products under that same parent and then all of these reviews will aggregate so you will have basically bypassed uh, the review acquisition process and, and once again, we aim for landing at um, over 100. And then you can forget about those other variations. You don't have to uh, restock them if you don't plan to sell them. If you do plan to sell them, then that's great. You can. You can just restock them and, and continue with your the growth of your product. So let's just break this down again. So you've got your lead product, which uh, will end up being your main product, your single pack, your one pack. Then you've got a two-pack, three-pack, four-pack, five-pack, and all of them are enrolled into uh, the Vine program. However, not combined. They are separate entities right now. They're separate ASINs that are not parent-child. Once the program, once you've sent in your $30 um, or your 30 units over to Amazon, you raise your price so you want to not have people just go out and buy those. You want to just have them exclusively for uh, Vine. Once you get the returns back and you start to see that you've got 80-ish percent of your Vine uh, reviews, then you go into your flat file and you create a parent-child variation, combine them, and then after a short period of time, Amazon will recognize them and put all the reviews together. Correct? That's right. That's right. And few other things to add is um, now is even a better time to do this because Vine used to be limited to five Vine campaigns at a time. Amazon has now increased that to uh, 60. Uh, also, depending on the status of your account, there can be a Vine fee of $200. Some accounts have that for free. Uh, but the way we see it is $200 for just about, on average, 25 reviews per product that you'll get. Um, I think that's, uh, what is that? $4, $4 a review. Yeah. Uh, we see that, we see that as the cheapest way to get reviews, uh, that, that falls within the rules of Amazon as, as we speak. Right. Um, and I, I don't think you, like a lot of people are, I, I hear this all the time that you can't put it on an insert. Of course you can put it on an insert. You know, I've heard people say, oh, I, like, I just, I don't want to stir the pot. Uh, but there's nothing wrong with asking for, I got a black t-shirt from Amazon. And their insert asked me to leave them a review. So if they can do it, I can do it. The only thing is, it's the way you word it. Uh, it that's the main thing. If you go out there and say, Oh, if, if you had a positive experience, do this. If you had a terrible experience, click here. Then you got a problem. But asking for a review, no problem. Even in your managed orders, you can go in there and just click request review, you know, all day long. So don't be afraid if you're listening to ask for a review. That's not a big deal. That's right. And, and Norm, so at my company, we like to take things to the next level even. So something to, if, if someone listening out there uh, really, really wants to go above and beyond, right? I have something for you. Uh, 
when you ship the units to FBA for your two pack, three pack, four pack, five pack, these are products that again you you're not planning to sell them, uh, you know, beyond this this review acquisition campaign. So that means that means if you send thirty units, you're expecting these thirty units to be claimed by the Vine reviewers. So then, why not just sweeten the deal, and in those units, before you ship them to FBA, make a handwritten note for each of them, each 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 uh, unit, slide it into with the product, add maybe a five dollar, ten dollar Starbucks gift card, or whatever gift card, right? Amazon gift card, um, and then just say, I would I would write something there. Uh, you are one of my first. Uh, customers of this product, thank you very much. I, as a, I'm, I'm the owner of company so and so, and I just appreciate it so much. Here is a, a, a gift card and, and something else, right? And then uh, you don't even have to ask for a review because the Vine reviewers, their job is to give you a review. And if you mention the review piece, it may backfire. If you don't do that, this is uh, taking a well, not taking advantage, but basically utilizing the reciprocity rule of marketing. And, and we have seen on average from Vine reviewers, the ratings are above four stars, right? But with this strategy, I can tell you it's, very, it's going to be very close to uh, perfection, five stars. Wow. Oh, very good. Okay. We got a few questions, but how about we take one more? Uh, do you see any um, common mistakes people are making when they uh, when it comes to launching right now? Common mistakes. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I would say. Um, number one, expecting to profit too soon. Okay. Uh, that's uh, brands that we talk to. You know, when they make their projections, they say, "Okay, so we're gonna our first batch is gonna be two thousand units." And then we're going to expect to, uh, after our fees and all of that, have this much profit, right? They don't see or understand the fact that Amazon is a, is a momentum-based platform, right? Where you, you really front load all that effort. Um, so at the beginning, it is, is, is I think, uh, expecting to profit too soon is a problem. It, it, it will hinder your growth and your ranking. And I think Amazon is a space that if you... You either go all in and you go that what you need to do to rank, or you go super defensive and then your product just super slowly, uh, steadily grows. Uh, but any strategy there in the middle, I think it gets you neither of these, right? So, so that would be one. Second thing would be to to, um, you know, and then connected to the first one is is try to. Uh, your, your initial price is uh, is you you want to lower it a little bit at the beginning, or you want to implement uh, some kind of coupon or or prime exclusive discount, something at the beginning, um, because at the beginning the real question is not will I make profit. At the beginning, the real question is will my product convert for the given keywords, and you know if you don't convert at a discount, you will not convert at your regular price. And also, if you don't convert for your main keywords, you will never see a profit. So there's no point trying to go for that profit before uh, figuring out the, the the step before that, right? Um, I would say those are some some mistakes. 
Okay, very good. Uh, Kelsey, I just saw in the comments, I don't know if you put it over in the questions or not, but the filing system question? Yes, yeah, uh, let me see. Uh, this is from Marsha, she says, uh, Norm, also an off topic question. Some time ago, you told us about a filing system you use that makes it easy to find your data. Uh, what system is that? Yeah, it's filing by mayhem. Like my filing system, if you came in, it, when, a, when a piece of paper comes across my desk, I put it into the next folder. So whatever it is, whenever, whatever data it is, it's the next folder. So I use a system called the Paper Tiger. And it's been around forever, uh, but nobody really knows about it. And I, I just never lose a single, I, I never lose anything. And I never know where anything is, but it's, it's all indexed like on Google. And I can go out, I can find, you, you ask me anything, and I can go in in two seconds, find it. I'll know exactly where it is, what folder it's at, and uh, pull it out. So if you, if you really want to dive into it, I am. I just reached out to them, by the way. I don't know why, but I just reached out to them to see if we could do um, an idea I had for a later podcast is start to do these really short um, um, lessons on some of the apps that we use and paper tiger is definitely one of them so check it out it's it's really a cool uh, app anyways uh why don't we get into some of these um questions then okay uh from simon uh what is considered high low and mid-level search volumes on a keyword i guess so just definitions like what would you consider those yes yes uh we have uh our own uh tiered criteria uh I'm sure others will have their own as well. So, but I'll share mine. Uh, we see anything above 50,000 searches, according to Helium 10, uh, as high, a high search volume uh, niche or, or keyword. Then we look at anything between, I think it's 7,500 to um, 49,999. Uh, we see that as, as mid middle um, in terms of search volume, and then anything below the 7,500, uh, we see that as low. Now we've talked about internally to change the limit between middle and low. We wanna basically make low, the upper end of the low search volume tier to be 2,500, simply because uh, we've seen good results with keywords in that. 5,000 search volume a month uh, realm. But that's uh, that's what we have at the moment. Okay. All right. We also asked our Beard Nation what their number one tip uh, to do a product launch is. And we had a couple of responses. Uh, first one is from Manny. Uh, choose your category well. Check your category because the referral fee can be lower than you may think in another category. And for Marsha, uh, try to plan to survive the inevitable pitfalls and just do it. So love that. Marsha would know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, so we have uh, a couple more questions here um, from Nathan. Is it more beneficial long-term to get the 100 Vine reviews over two months at a high price versus selling strong from the launch during the honeymoon period? Yeah, Nathan, very good question. Uh, the to clarify one thing, 
your hero product, the in this case, the one pack, that one you want to go strong. You're you're doing vinyl on that one, but you're also firing full uh, at full cylinders, right? You want to sell as much um, product for that one. The the concept I mentioned it of of going slow is just for the two pack, three pack, four pack. The ones that you don't plan to sell long term, those are just going to go over to uh, for the buying program. But your one pack, you want to yeah, you want to go you want to go strong with that. That's PPC, that's external traffic, you name it, all the all the strategies to to move product. OK, great. Got two more questions here. Uh, one from Claudia. Daniel, do you have an SOP regarding off Amazon advertising, Google ads, Facebook ads, et cetera, for launching new products or brands? Uh, yes, I'll share a couple of things. And, and Claudia, if you win the, uh, the uh, ask me any, anything um, consultation, happy to go more in detail. The two things, two things for you to implement today, right? Number one is uh, look at your main keywords that are super targeted to your product and then run Google AdWords and, and Bing, AdWord, Bing Ads for them by including the word Amazon, right? So let's say the, the keyword is garlic press, right? You don't want to run Google Ads for garlic press alone because uh, the, the, the traffic is not going to be ready to buy, right? But you, you definitely want to try running Google Ads for garlic press, Amazon, and also the opposite order, Amazon space garlic press, because people that type that in on Google, they're showing you a search intent of they are looking for a product and they're looking for it on Amazon. Therefore, if your Google ads shows there and they click on it, you can take them directly to your product and they might be able to, they might be uh, you know, willing to buy it. Uh, second thing there is use Amazon attribution links so that you can see the performance of these uh, Google ads and Bing ads and so on. Um, not, not so much for Facebook, uh, what I'm mentioning. This is strictly for search engines. Uh, the other one, this one is a bit more ninja, is to type in your main keyword on Google, figure out which Amazon listing ranks high on Google, then grab their canonical URL remove the keywords from the canonical URL and then throw that into an SEO tool like um, SEMrush because SEMrush will show you all the keywords that they rank for on Google, right? And then you'll be able to find out where, what keywords their canonical Amazon URL ranks for on Google so that later you can run ads for those via uh, Google ads, right? Because this goes under the assumption that if a canonical URL, Amazon canonical URL ranks on, on Google, it's because there is relevancy and there is some conversion element there. So this is a, a, a bit more advanced strategy that you can implement. All right. Okay, great. And we've got one more question from Tony. Uh, Tony, how can you compete with competitors with huge PPC budgets who can target keywords with more volume compared to long tail keywords? Well, I would say, uh, I think it was uh, Sun Tzu that uh, cho choose your battles or don't don't fight a fight you know you can't win. Uh, I think that this question 
it's it, it's more about product selection and what keywords you're going after. Um, you you wouldn't want to be in that position in the first place. Uh, now, if you are in that position, I would say you may have to pivot and, and basically uh, revamp your listing to what Norm was speaking uh, earlier of a sub niche, a sub niche within within the niche. Yeah, I, and I like uh, the silos. You know, you, you can go in and you can see, uh, you know, if they're using primaries and they're dominating, just you know, dig into those silos and just, you know, they're they might not be targeting certain things or certain keywords or even like with um, bully sticks, for example. It's not so much a sub niche; it's just a, a word that means the same. Pizzle, I know this. Pizzle means the same as bully stick, but nobody knows a bully stick has a pizzle. But that's just, I mean, if if your competitor, or if you know your competitors aren't targeting it, targeting that word, it's a silo that's wide open for you. So, anyways, just kind of keep that in mind. So, I think, I think, I think that's it. Um, if you do have any question, or if you do want to enter the draw, it's hashtag uh, Wheel of Kelsey and hashtag what was it, Kelsey? Uh, launch hashtag launch. Oh yeah, and launch, and let's see, let's have our last word from our sponsor. Okay, here we go. Uh... A big thank you to our sponsor, Startup Club, the largest club on Clubhouse with over seven hundred and ninety thousand members and growing. They're one of the world's largest communities supporting the startup ecosystem from founders to those wishing to work for a startup and everything in between. You can find them at www.startup.club for blogs, recordings, and a calendar of upcoming shows and on the Clubhouse app. Just search Startup Club for daily shows 24-7. You can also now listen to their show, the Serial Entrepreneur Club podcast on Apple and Spotify too. Stop by to connect, learn, and grow together. Okay, so that's it. Before we get to the Wheel of Kelsey, Daniel, how do people get a co uh, contact with you? Uh, best way is uh, should be an email, daniel at amzclever.com. I try to get back to uh, everybody. And um, yeah, if you have a question or even if it's not Amazon related specifically, just want to network. I'm always uh, looking forward to to meet great people. Uh, so Daniel at amzclever.com. And then if you want to learn more about my company, uh, my website is uh, like the email without the, the at or, or LinkedIn or social media. All right. Yeah. Kelsey just throwing it in the uh, contact or comment section. All right, so let's go over to the wheel. All right, here's the wheel of Kelsey. It's time for the wheel of Kelsey. All right, here we go. It's the wheel of Kelsey. I'll shuffle up these names. And just to remind everyone, this is for the 30-minute consultation audit AMA with Daniel and a solar bank from JRD solar uh, courtesy of rad. So let's give this a spin and see who the winner is. If you are the winner, please email me K at lunchwithnorm.com 
and Cool Hand 99. Cool Hand. There we go. Congratulations. All right. So make sure you uh, just send me your address as well in the email. So that's k at lunchwithnorm.com. And I'll connect you with Daniel uh, for your giveaway or your prize. Cool Hand's in Canada, right? I believe so. I think so. Out in Calgary. Right I know Red, Redbeard is in uh Oh, that's in who Calgary. I'm thinking of. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for today. Congratulations. Cool hand on the win. That's a good one. Great prize. And uh, Daniel, thanks for coming over. My pleasure. It's been awesome having you on. Thank you. Thank you. Looking forward to doing it, doing it again in the future. All right. Fantastic. All right. I hope everybody had a great time today, learned a little bit about launching in 2022. Um, Kelsey, anything else to add? Oh, actually, I want to add uh, what, what we have add? on Friday. So Friday, we have Paul Barron coming on. Uh, this has been a topic that I think a lot of people have been asking about, like how to craft your insert. So we're doing like a little insert marketing, insert 101 uh, for Amazon sellers on Friday with Paul Barron. So uh, check that out. Um, we already have the link on YouTube if you want to go uh, RSVP for that. Um, but just to let you guys know that that is happening this week. And uh, also we have our webinar uh, with Vance Lee, August 18th, that is Thursday um, at 3 p.m. Eastern time. If you're interested, I'll be posting the link again. Uh, it's just a simple uh, link that you can sign up with. Uh, it's a Google Sheets or Google Form. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions, any suggestions for future uh, podcasts or episodes, just email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com. I know in the Facebook group, we asked this as well. And uh, we got a couple of people saying, actually from Redbeard, uh, he was saying that doing more uh, AMA style uh, podcasts, so maybe like once a month kind of thing, um, we could do that and just have an open format. I guess bring back the, uh, the Kevin King uh, AMAs. So um, yeah, we'll, we're listening. So let us know if you have any other questions, comments. We'd love to uh, hear from you guys. And uh, it was great seeing everyone. Had a great turnout today. And uh, I think that's it. All right, everybody. Well, join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for the community. Man, you guys, well, today's episode, we had a ton of people. Uh, we've got tons of engagement like tons of engagement going on in our facebook group so thanks for being part of the community we couldn't do it without you enjoy the rest of your day Lunch with the, lunch with the, lunch with the.